Hola, mi amigos, and welcome to the Teed Up Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your health, fitness, motivational, and life needs. I'm your host, Trent Atkins. Hola, mi amigos, and welcome to the Teed Up Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your health, fitness, motivational, and life needs. I'm your host, Trent Atkins. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day, whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, middle of the night, whenever you're watching this. And guess what, guys? It's a new day. And a new day brings new opportunity. And it brings a whole lot of stuff that we can be thankful for and grateful for because ultimately, God decided to let us live another day because he knew we have more to fulfill in life. If you woke up this morning, be grateful. Be grateful. And I also want to mention... There's this um, guy by the name of Hangtime on YouTube and Instagram, social media. That's his handle. But his name is Michael Turk. He is a former punter at the University of Oklahoma and unfortunately went undrafted in the NFL draft this year, but got picked up by the Miami Dolphins and is currently in training camp down there with them. And why he's why Hangtime is relevant right now is with every YouTube video he has, he is a huge believer in Christ and Christianity, and that is one of the main reasons why I watch him. He's kindly helped restore my faith and make me want to improve my relationship with God. And every video he has, he always starts out with a Bible verse. And this this particular Bible verse is Psalms 118.24. I'll say it again. Psalms 118.24. The verse states, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And that really digs deep to me because the past is the past. The future is the future. Today, present is today. You, you live for the present. And every day is new. Every day is new opportunity. If God decided to wake you up this morning, that means you have more to fulfill in life, and your life is so much more than what you think. And you just need to just smile. Smile more. Because God has granted you this life, and through Him, we are through him we have eternal life. That's that's what I'm getting at here because this is the day the Lord has made. He made this day. Every day is new. No day is the same. What happened in the past stays in the past. You live for the present. You live in the present for the future. Rejoice. That means smile, be grateful, do a random act of kindness, you know, stuff along those lines. And be glad in it. Be glad can also be the same thing as rejoice, you know. Smile. 
Make others smile. Be the reason someone has a smile upon their face. And that actually brings me to the title of this episode and the topic of our episode. And that is breaking the barrier of mental health. Mental health, let's face it, mental health is real. Mental health, there are a lot of people who struggle struggle mentally and quite frankly, more people than you think. I know a lot of people who struggle that don't open up about it. And I'm here on this podcast today to just say mental health is real. I struggle from it. I it used to be really bad and I've 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 improved since then, but I'm I, that's why I'm on here today to talk about it. Mental health is real. So we'll talk about my journey with mental health here and so my mental health journey I was a freshman at the University of Pikeville this this past year and I accepted a scholarship to play basketball there. We moved in in August, you know, everything was going really smooth first 2 months. And I'm just going to keep this quite brief. I'll talk about everything that's happening more in depth and more episodes down uh, down the road, but about two months in, I had an injury that sidelined me for three months and ultimately ended my season. I injured my ankle during practice and I ended up with an avulsion fracture and two partially torn ligaments. And I remember just being in crutches and in a boot, scared to death because I was going to gain weight because I wasn't able to be as active as I was before my injury. And that, quite frankly, scared me to death. I didn't want to end up, you know, becoming fat and all that. I don't I don't know how it started. I just remember that and with that I developed an eating disorder called orthorexia. And orthorexia is where you basically have an unhealthy focus on healthy eating. So like I don't even remember. It was I was oh, this is hard to hard to put into words. I stopped eating a lot of food. A lot of food. Because I thought it was unhealthy for me. And because of that I lost fifteen pounds over the course of the next few months while I was injured. And losing that weight, becoming, having that eating disorder made me lose the 15 pounds and also just destroyed my confidence, my hormones, a lot of stuff. And, you know, I, as, as a man, men are, I'm not going to say scared, 
less they're less likely to open up about their mental health and I was one of those people I did not want to tell anybody and that was that was the first mistake I made no one no one's going to judge you based on what mental healths what what no one's going to judge you based on what you're going through people are here for you people want to help you so i mean if if you are if you're listening to this right now and you're going through some things that you know are a challenge for you or you know you have a big big interview coming up and you're stressed and you're you're depressed you you have anxiety first thing i want you to do is i want you to pray about it i want you to talk to the lord whether that's you know while you're out for a walk right before you go to bed right before you eat dinner any time of the day talk to the lord and just ask for guidance also i want you to find somebody find somebody that you trust find somebody that loves you find somebody that you you can rely on and talk to them i know it's hard but like i said in the episode before this the hardest part of doing anything is starting all you got to do is just start talking and trust me it takes a huge weight off your shoulders as it did mine as it did mine um but like i said i lost 15 pounds throughout the process of over those few months and my hormones took a huge hit i noticed i had very inconsistent energy throughout my day i became sensitive to the cold my sleep quality took a huge hit and after a few months probably after a, a month after i developed this eating disorder i started developing some anxiety and my college is only an hour hour 15 minutes away from my house and where i was injured i wasn't traveling with the team so whenever they went on away games i wasn't i had to i stayed home and when the weekend would come and i would i would always drive home every weekend and spend saturday and sunday at my house and i remember just through those months you know I was I was away from my team. I was on my own. I felt like I was on my own when in reality I wasn't. I had people around me who loved me, who who was there for me, who cared for me. But I was just too scared to open up, too afraid to be judged, to open up about my feelings and how I was feeling about my mental health. So, when I would stay home for the weekend, I would I would I would always tell everybody this during this time it was once I was at school I was fine but when I was home and had to go back I hated that part that's I think that's where my anxiety come from I hated having to go back to school and you know be away from the the people who who I love and who love me and actually were the people who I opened up to about my mental health and that would be my mom 
you know, my mom, she's always been there for me. She always cares for me. She loves me. And I know that. And I don't know why it took me so long to, to tell her about everything I was going through. But once I did, you know, it, it took a big weight off my shoulders and I just know that's why my mental health started improving was because of my mother. And, you know, it, it can be anybody you can go talk to. You know, it doesn't have to be your mother. It can be your grandma. It can be your, um, like, like my case, I also went and once a week would talk to my advisor. And just talking to somebody like that outside of your family re- regard is, I think, is key to developing and improving your mental health because you're you're seeing it from a different perspective you're seeing it from somebody who hasn't known you your whole life and who has just known you since you know moving into college and i think that can be a huge help for you guys too as well but um yeah like i said whenever i would be at home i would love being home but when i'd have to go back i would hate it and I remember every Monday I would go back, there would be these mental health Monday motivational quotes that this lady would hand out right in front of the dining hall before, you know, going in. And every Monday I would always get my new new motivational quote and I would always send it to my mom. And I would always talk about, let's just say, for example, one of the quotes said, sometimes... We are not, let's see, how did, how did it go here? Let me pull out my phone here because I know I got a picture of it. But this lady would um, stand out around the um, dining hall handing out these different motivational quotes. And I would always, she probably, I probably got about seven, eight of these. And she would always hand them out. But here it is. It's sometimes we are tested not to show our weaknesses, but to discover our strengths. Now let that sink in. That one hit huge for me. Sometimes we're tested not to show our weakness, but to discover our strengths. And my mental health, God was testing me not to show my weakness, but to discover what my strengths were. And throughout the process, I discovered what my strengths were. I changed everything. Um, so the build back from, you know, being down on mental health, what I did to recover, where I was basically on my own because I was too afraid to talk to everybody, what I did was I sat down one day and I, I journaled. I said, okay, what do I need to do to improve my life? improve my mental health what do I need to do so I created a routine I got into a routine and this was actually around this was the very first week of January so basically you can basically basically call it a New Year's resolution I sat down when I got back to school after Christmas break I sat down and I journaled what do I need to do to improve my mental health? My New Year's resolution was to create a routine. So the routine I created, every single night, I was in bed by 10 p.m. 
lights out 10 p.m. every single night. And I've always been the guy who can just tell my mind the night before, like, hey, wake me up at 7.05. And I've always had that internal clock that just wakes me up at 7.05. So I've never been the guy to wake up to an alarm. So I was in bed by 10, and I always woke up to natural light naturally between the hours of 5.45 and 6.15 a.m. every single day. I would also, 30 minutes before bed, put my phone away, put any electronics away, and just wind down. Put everything I had away. I would also do this, or I would also, once I woke up, no phone within 30 minutes of waking. So no phone 30 minutes prior to bed, and no phone 30 minutes after waking up in the morning. So when I woke up, 545 to 615, I would get up, I would go to my bathroom, I'd brush my teeth, you know, do all the hygiene, and I would get in the shower. And this right here, I think, was a game changer to me, this next step to my routine. So in my dorm, and in my shower, I... I would always get in and I would always take a lukewarm shower. I'd wash my body, do everything lukewarm water temperature. And once I was done, I would turn the water as cold as I can and I would go through this little breathing routine, breathing technique. And I would sit in there from anywhere to, you know, four to seven minutes. I would just, just breathe and focus. And really dial in. That's what I would do every single morning for my... And I still I still take cold showers like that every single day of my life. I haven't missed a day. Knock on wood. <laughs> but I haven't missed a day. And it, I really think that that was the biggest piece to improving my mental health. And improving productivity. I recommend cold showers or cold baths, ice baths, anything cold exposure of any kind to anybody and everybody all you have to do is trust me do it for a week tell me how you feel get back to me i promise so after i'll get out of the shower i would take a take a picture in the mirror take a progress picture and i would upload it to my fitness pal you know i'd log what which at at college i didn't have a a scale, so I would just take a picture and just upload the image every single day on my fitness pal. So after that, I would get my clothes on that I had laid out the night before prior, and I would go lift. Now, I I worked out four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, off Wednesday, worked out Thursday and Friday, every single morning. And I find that after a cold shower, when you have that three hour of slowly rising dopamine, it just increases your energy and just gives you a ton of energy throughout your day. And I think that was a great way to start my day. You know, everybody's different. Everybody's routine's different. No one, don't mold mine because of that's how I improve my mental health. Find something that works for you. This worked for me and worked great. So I would go lift get down there about 
6 45 7 o'clock ish workout for about an hour and after every routine or after every lift i would always go through a stretching slash mobility routine at the end of every workout and once that was finished i would go to breakfast i would eat breakfast and once i ate breakfast this was another key game changer and i still do this to this day i would go on a, I would go on a walk after breakfast, and I would do it for every single meal, actually. And it'd be, a, I'd aim for ten minutes or longer. And going on walks, it just helps stimulate digestion, helps improve your mood, um, helps helps with nutrient uptake, <laughs> helps you burn a few more calories if you're looking to do that. And it just has so many positive effects to it. So I would always go on a 10-minute walk or more. My morning walks, I would aim for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, actually. And those would be my biggest walks in my day. But after every sit-down meal, I would have, I would go for a walk, 10-minute walk, just to help stimulate digestion, have uh, increased nutrient uptake, and all that good stuff. I would also make sure, and actually for Christmas, my grandma got me these shaker bottles and I had five of them, so it was perfect. One for Monday, Tuesday, and so forth. And I would always carry it with me everywhere I went and I would make sure to drink my water. I would shoot for a gallon a day, but no less than half my body weight in ounces. And I would focus on that every single day. So, this routine helped me tremendously. And it's still something I follow to this day. And that's my next point I'm getting to. What is the downside to this routine? The downside to my routine is how it affects my family. It affects my family because we can't, we can't be out past a certain time. We can't, and you know, enjoy going out for bowling, going to watch a movie, because I was so afraid if I wasn't in bed by 10 p.m., I would, you know, lose my habits, get out of my routine, the mental health would come back, I would go right back down to this hole, and I was just so afraid of that, and I'm getting better. You know, like everything, it takes time. I'm getting better, but that really just is what the downside of my routine is. It affects my family, and I'm working on it. This book I'm reading right now is helping a ton with that, and it's helping alleviate a lot of stress off my shoulders because of that. And the book I'm reading is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Highly recommended. I'm about halfway through it right now. But I'm not going to say anything else about the book. I'm going to do a book review on it once I finish. And and I'm going to get back to you guys with that. But I'm working on it, working on that. And I just know that one day I'm going to have to break the routine. And until that day comes, I'm going to keep sticking to my routine, keep doing, you know, doing what I'm doing. But when that day comes, I'm going to adapt. I'm going to, you know, fight through adversity. I'm going to, you know, just 
just live life and you know just let, let things come naturally to me and oh man they just had to get a drink of my water and it was a drink for my water from my shaker cup my grandma got me believe that so with that being said guys that is my well before we conclude here i just want to say how much how much better my life has got since um the mental health stuff i can i can definitely tell a difference in my hormones and my energy levels and my sleep quality oh my gosh my sleep quality is amazing i fall asleep within seconds and it's 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 awesome i used to Take, it used to take me forever to fall asleep, and now I can fall asleep within seconds. So take that and to put that into perspective how important a routine is. A sleep routine for that, for that matter. A sleep routine is key to improving your sleep quality. So where I lost the 15 pounds, I haven't gained that back. I'm actually only up one or two pounds since, but I feel great. I'm still working out. I'm still, I'm getting stronger. Like I said, I'm still trying to overcome this eating disorder and trying to slowly increase my calories and my caloric intake to put on muscle and gain some weight. But, you know, it, it is hard to overcome that hill and hill of eating monstrous amounts of food because you're scared to you're scared to gain all that back and it and you just you're scared to gain it all back and it be body fat as opposed to muscle is what I'm getting at so I'm still still overcoming that and and let me tell you I've improved drastically and I my health feels amazing but with that being said guys I think that's going to do it for our episode here and like I'm doing for every single episode, I'm going to leave you guys with a little something to ponder on. And today, what I want you to ponder on is if what am I going through? What what are my struggles? What am I struggling with? How can I overcome this struggle? Who can I talk to? Just just questions along those lines. I want you guys to think, ponder on, and also I want you to I want you to call somebody today. I want you to call call a relative, call call a friend, call somebody and just tell them how much you appreciate them and how much you appreciate their hard work and how much they mean to you. Because mental health is real, guys. And I'm always here for anybody, anybody if you need if you need it, I'm here. And that's just how I want to end this video, guys. So just want to thank you all for tuning in, and as always, stay safe and be careful.